0: Welcome to Red Rank Podcast, home of the smoothest voice on Twitch. I'm your host, The Crow Show. Just a friendly reminder, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, among others. And on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, if you can do me a big, big favor, please leave a five-star rating for this five-star podcast. It really helps me out a lot. We're starting to see our numbers grow, and when you search for Dead by Daylight and Spotify, our episodes are... All the way at the top of the results. So I just want to thank everybody for your continued support, for listening, for the ratings. It's helping out a lot. We've got some great momentum, and I've got some great guests lined up. The next few weeks should be fairly busy on this podcast for not only regular episodes, but some really exciting guests that I've been working on bringing in for quite some time. So I'm, I'm really excited to share those with you. We've got a lot to talk about today, so let's get into it. So just a quick outline for the show, we're going to talk about the real reasons why Dead by Daylight is dying, going to talk about the dev update that came out today, and we're also going to talk a little bit about the matchmaking tests that behavior is doing from now till i think it's the end of the first week of april okay let's get to the meat, meat and potatoes of this first discussion let's talk about the real reasons why dead by daylight is dying some people think it's the perks circle of healing gen slowdown perks corrupt intervention ruin undying pain resonance pop goes the weasel even no ed <laughs> I know that's not a slowdown perk, but that's a perk that really upsets a lot of survivors. Some people think it's lack of updates from behavior. Some think it's the MMR system, and that's why the player base has started declining since the MMR system was introduced. And I think the reasons I just listed are very valid and contribute to why the player numbers are dwindling every month. You'd think that with the Ringu chapter that just came out you think the player base would go up, but no, it's, uh, it's basically stayed the same, maybe even gone down just a little bit. That's pretty bizarre. That's a major franchise, and it had a lot of anticipation, but there's so much going on right now. There's Elden Ring, there's a Destiny 2 DLC, TV shows, brand new TV shows every freaking day on Netflix, and... Just movies. There's a lot going on in the world right now. A lot of competition for our attention. And combine all of that with the way this community treats each other. That's why people are quitting Dead by Daylight. I think the community is the reason this game is dying rudeness and nastiness over long periods of time. On both sides, survivor and killer. Now we are losing more killers than survivors. If you play this game in the evening, survivor queue times are super long. They're so long that streamers have to play word games in between rounds in order to pass the time. It's a fun way to engage the community and keep people interested in your stream, but I just played like a week of Fortnite and you can get a lobby in Fortnite just moments after your round ended. So I can see why people are leaving getting into new games and dead by daylight is a very lengthy process now it's no secret that other players are very rude to each other and what people find rude varies from person to person simply clicking your flashlight is considered rude to many teabagging at pallets Or after you vault through a window, that can be considered rude. And one of the very few things I actually find rude is when survivors open the exit gate and they sit there at the open exit gate, teabagging, clicking flashlights, dropping a pallet and vaulting it nonstop to make the killer go over to them and force them out. It's a power move. It's a jerk move. Survivors want to assert their dominance, and I'm getting sick and tired of them trying to pretend like it's something else. A lot of people in my TikTok comment section pretend that they're just... Oh, I just want to get the killer more more blood points. I want to let him land a hit or two and get an extra two or three hundred blood points in the in the round. Meanwhile, the killer's on the other side of the map and they're doing all of these really, really stupid, annoying things. Delaying the game like that, holding it hostage, that's rude. That's annoying. And it's one of the many reasons why people are quitting this game. Spook and Jukes, uh, partnered Twitch streamer and YouTuber, uh, featured a streamer recently on his YouTube channel. That streamer's name is Spanky Janko. In a nutshell, Spanky Janko played against some survivors who induced tunneling. That means that they went out of their way to force him to kill them. Then they blamed him for tunneling. One example, a survivor got pulled off the hook. Uh, Spanky Janko chased their teammate, and their teammate got a bit of distance, and then the person who just got off the hook, they, they, they jumped in the locker with a quick action, which gives the killer notification that they're there they jumped out then they jumped back in giving two notifications and he's like oh okay well i guess i'll go get this person so he downed that person who was not being chased at the time but in his mind they wanted to be chased they want maybe they wanted to get taken out of the game it's behavior that makes no sense and so when he did his objective which is to kill the survivor they got mad they called him a tunneler they were really rude In the endgame chat, they said some really nasty comments about Spanky Janko the way he played, but it didn't stop there. Spanky Janko was live at the time, streaming on Twitch. They went to Spanky Janko's stream made some really harsh comments about his mother. Spanky Janko's mother passed away suddenly and unexpectedly in January of this year, 2022. On his stream, he did talk a little bit about the details, how she got really sick and went pretty quickly and it was just it just shows you how precious life is it's scary man human life is something that you can't put i, I i'm I'm struggling a little bit because I've got I've lost loved ones recently, as recent as November and last month. So my heart really went out to Spanky Janko. He had a dedication to his mother on his overlay, you know, just I believe it said "Rest in Peace, Mom" with the date that she passed away. And those absolute monsters made rude comments about his mother. And I've seen footage of the way he reacted to. Reading those comments, and it was just completely uncalled for. It's all over a video game. How disgusting is that? And Spanky Janko actually ended stream just moments after they came and dropped those nasty messages. Now, since then, uh, Spookin' Jukes, who I mentioned earlier, made a, a YouTube video talking about this situation and just kind of going, you know, this is really brutal. And these people need to be better people. And that's just one moment captured of this community being absolutely disgusting, rude, nasty, and inhumane to somebody who's just playing a game like they are. We all have a right to play this game and we all have a right to play the way we want to. And Spanky Jenko was not tunneling. They induced it themselves. So it was a really, really brutal situation. Spook and Jukes gave Spanky Janko a heads up. He said, hey, I'm making a video on you, just a heads up. And I went and watched Spanky Janko's VOD after he watched the Spook and Jukes video. And he said he was he was crying for like five, ten minutes. Then he went live. And the entire community, Spook and Jukes' community, as well as some, some other big streamers, shared this story, shared the YouTube video. And uh, Spanky Janko's enjoyed a lot of new follows some donos uh just a lot of love and support from the community and you love to see that i tuned in a couple of times and spanky janko's a freaking professional you know (laughs) like um i one time i was tuned in he had over a couple hundred people in his channel all sending messages sending love just sending support and he handled it like a champion was acknowledging people acknowledging as many alerts as he could that's really hard to do To go from, you know, having a very small community to big community like that, that's hard to do. And I really applaud Spanky Janko for putting on a brave face and for just continuing on when I cannot imagine recovering from that and being okay with moving forward after people were... Really rude and nasty. So I think it's the best possible outcome to a really nasty situation that never should have happened. There's no excuse for these people to act the way they did to Spanky Janko. There's also another story that's developing right now involving a partnered Twitch streamer who mocked and ridiculed smaller streamers they ran into while playing Dead by Daylight. I don't really care to share this person's name, but it's. I watched some of the footage and it was absolutely appalling and disgusting. They were making fun of their viewer count their size the frequency of how they fo- uh, of h- how often they stream um just all, you know called them you know really harsh and nasty names which to them is not a big deal like the names they use that they they just use it and the terms they're using is very common for them to use but not everybody's going to share that same viewpoint and the thing is this person's very public and they I believe they have TTV in their name, so these smaller streamers, they're, they're going to pop in and they're going to see this person mocking them. And they even they even post it on their Steam profile, like, mocking their content. That's yeah, just really disgusting to witness. Now, I'm going to be real with you here. <laughs> I've had my share of bad interactions through Dead by Daylight, Twitch streaming, as well as TikTok. But I've grown from those moments and I've put them behind me. Content creation is exhausting enough. There's no need to add drama to the mix. It'll get you nowhere. And if you want the details, I'll be happy to share them with you. Some of you listening are well aware of these situations that I've gone through. I've talked about them in my podcast. I don't shy away from them, but I've learned and I've grown and I've moved on. I learned that that wasn't the best way to approach things. And moving forward, I'd rather just hype people up, spread some knowledge, spread some education, and just surround myself with really cool people. And I've been really lucky to be surrounded by some really loving and supportive people lately. So getting back to the topic of why Dead by Daylight is Dying... You combine the rude behavior in-game, nasty messages during the end-game chat, bringing that negative and weird cringe energy to somebody's Twitch channel. That just that just ain't it. Let's not get started on the TikTok comment section. I, I actually had a big plan to read some of the nasty messages I receive on a daily basis, but I opted not to do that. But if you follow me on TikTok, check out any one of my TikToks. Just go scroll through and click a random one go through the comments section you're going to see some nastiness in there i leave most of them up some of them i do delete some of them i do have to report i'll get comments about my age The fact that I'm a survivor main for some reason is an insult. I do play both sides. I get messages about being a quote-unquote crybaby when I'm just pointing out facts about the game. The list goes on and on and on. It's exhausting. I remember one person um, captured some footage of my TikTok, and I I wear the pride charm on all of my survivors and killers, and uh, that person zoomed in on the pride charm, And then they cut to a scene of like a superhero movie. I think it was like one of the Batman movies, and Batman's like punching punching the shit out of somebody. So they show a pride flag, and then they show somebody beating up somebody else. I reported that TikTok. TikTok got back to me and said it does not violate community guidelines. The message is very clear there, and it's disgusting. And I'll I'll repeat for those who are unaware: I I am a part of the community. I last summer came out as bisexual, and I'm very proud of that. And I do use the the tags when I'm playing streaming Dead by Daylight on on Twitch. I'm still learning a lot, but uh, yeah, homophobic comments and remarks are are still new to me, and it's uh, it's really weird. It's really it's unfortunate to see, but all I can do is just keep my head up and try to be a, a strong member of this community and uh, support the people around me. I think that's why. Just going off script for a second, I think that's why Captain America is my favorite Avenger. When I think about the Avenger movies, he stands up to bullies. He will gladly take a punch in the face if it means that fist won't be touching his friends Um, when he says, uh, I can do this all day. That, that really hits me in a different kind of way. I really feel like, you know, you know what? You guys come at me, man. You want to throw hatred towards me? I can do this all day. The thing is, a wise friend once told me he doesn't get offended when strangers say really mean and nasty things to him because that gives them power over him. And why would he empower them like that? There's no need to empower those people. Might be easier said than done, but when he told me that, that stuck with me in a Big, big way, and if you can take that away from this podcast and and put that into your life, I, I highly recommend you do the same. Because there's a lot of really mean and nasty people out there, especially in this community. And uh, the thing is, they're they're not doing what I'm doing. They're not doing what you're doing. Content creation is it's uh it's tough. You're putting yourself out there. Those people don't understand, and they never will understand. I just I really hope that they find happiness one day. That's my biggest thing, and I I truly mean that. I can't imagine going through life being miserable and just wanting to hurt other people all the time. There's something going on at home. There's something happened in the past, and I really hope they can get through it. And hey, if you ever want to talk about it, my door is always open, you know? If you ever want to confront me, you know, hit me up. Let's have a chat, but do it in a respectful way. Don't be a jerk. Anyway... I think I've rambled on about that. Let's let's talk about some other stuff. So Behavior released a, a dev update for March 2022. I, I've been playing this game for over two years now. And it feels like they do these dev updates just every once in a while. I don't feel like it's a monthly thing. If I'm wrong, please let me know. So the big update is that Ghostface and Legion are getting reworked. They've talked about this in the past, but released... No details, they just said they're on the way. And so, yeah, Ghostface and Legion got some got some buffs. So the duration of Ghostface mark is set to 60 seconds. It's up from 45. So this change gives Ghostface a longer window to follow up and get a hit after successfully stalking a survivor. It makes outlasting the exposed effect harder for survivors. Ghostface is not really great in chases, so... All you have to do is walk through a couple windows, drop a pallet or two, and Ghostface work to stalk you and get you in the exposed status effect, meaning that if you're at full health, if he hits you with his knife, you'll go down to the dying state. He doesn't have to hit you twice, but depending on your build, depending on the tiles you have around you, it's actually pretty common for that exposed status effect to be completely useless for Ghostface. So Ghostface has a couple of add-ons that got reworked. Um there's one called drop leg knife sheath. It's a rarer add-on. Ghostface gains 10% movement speed for 5 seconds after marking a survivor. So not only are you exposed, but Ghostface moves 10% faster for 5 seconds. So he can close the gap even quicker <laughs> to get to you. That's actually pretty exciting. And then there's another then there's another add-on called Olsen's Wallet. Uh, breaking a pallet or wall immediately recharges Night Shroud. So I believe that means you can cloak yourself Immediately after breaking a pallet or a wall now pallets breaking pallets is is actually like a real weakness of Ghostface. So after you break the pallet you get a bit of your power you get all of your power back So it's actually pretty decent now uh, Combine this with say brutal strength, which allows you to break walls and pallets much quicker I think you'll be seeing a lot of ghost face And uh, (laughs) I think survivors are going to have to start using Spine Chill even more. Because Ghostface is going to be very dangerous, I think, with these two add-ons. And with marking survivors making that last 60 seconds, I think it's really exciting. So Legion is also getting an update, which also includes a change to their chase music. Now their chase music will be different depending on the add-ons you bring in so um that's actually really interesting uh I- i'm really excited to see uh, what the different chase music sounds like and that is much deserved like legion is uh, for all intents and purposes one of the weakest killers in dead by daylight so but the thing is legion is one of the most Popular killers for really diehard fans because Legion has some really cool stories, really cool cosmetics, and depending on which iteration of Legion you play, like each of each of them has a certain play style. I'm still not familiar with with that, but <laughs> I'll be streaming on Twitch, and people will be like, "Oh, that's so and so. They're gonna do this to you, and they're gonna do that." And I'm like, "Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I got no idea what they're talking about." So there are some some slight changes coming to Legion. It's a little bit more in-depth, I'm I'm not really going to get into it, but hopefully Legion will be one step closer to being a better killer, because when you get Legion, it's just really annoying to play against Legion, and that's it. In the next update, uh, Behavior is changing Hemorrhage. That's getting a bit of a rework. I'll just read out the change for Hemorrhage. Hemorrhage has long been one of the lesser-desired status effects, for killers at least. Currently... Hemorrhage increases the frequency of blood pools, making it easier to track survivors. This effect, this effect ends up not being very useful in most cases, as a survivor will either be leaving scratch marks while sprinting, or the blood pools will already be close together if they're walking. With that in mind, we've come up with a new version of hemorrhage. Whenever you are not healing, hemorrhage will cause your healing progress to regress at the rate of 7% per second. This new version rewards the killer for interrupting a survivor healing and has the potential to waste medkit charges. This change will affect all perks and add-ons that currently apply hemorrhage. That's really interesting. You know, there's a lot of uh, survivors out there who do fancy healing mid-chase. Whether it's through using a strong medkit or circle of healing or combination of healing perks... If, uh, if they have to stop healing, and if they have the hemorrhage status effect, um, and their healing regresses, kind of like a mini ruin <laughs> for your health. I think that's fascinating. I think that's a really good change. We'll have to wait and see how that plays out. Other news they released in the, the dev notes, Haddonfield is getting updated. So apparently Haddonfield is getting a full rework, like it's a graphical update. And they're likely changing up the uh, the layout uh, of the map as well. Haddonfield is notoriously one of the worst maps in Dead by Daylight. So it'll be really nice to see Haddonfield get a fresh coat of paint and, and maybe some better tiles. The last topic I really wanted to talk about is behaviors doing matchmaking tests which runs from March 28th through April 7th. Uh, It looks like it goes 28th, 29th, 30th, 31st, and then April 4th, and then April 7th. So, Behavior acknowledges that we're not fans of the current MMR system that the match what does it stand for a matchmaking rank system um so what they're doing during these days the, the dates i've just listed um they're not they're not telling us what they're doing how they're changing matchmaking they don't want to influence our opinion by spoiling what's different on each days so they say here one day may favor faster cues over match quality while another may prioritize finding the most even opponents possible so we have no idea what's happening. I played a little bit today and it was essentially the same. I died a lot. (laughs) Some of the killers maybe weren't the best, but, you know, the thing is, killers have an advantage in most chases, right? Especially if you get bad RNG, you get stuck in a dead zone, Uh, if your teammates are dropping palace willy-nilly and you've got nothing to play with. it's a lot of factors that go into whether you can actually escape a trial. I'll leave leave, uh, Link's to the Matchmaking Tests article as well as the dev update, uh, but they don't really tell us much at all. And uh, there are some there's some spring cleaning thing going on where you log in and you get more XP when you play Survivor and when you play Killer. And I believe your any of the daily challenges you get from today forward, they give you double blood points. They're really trying their best to get us keep people playing this game get more people playing but it's really hard to uh go yeah doing this daily will get me 60,000 blood points instead of 30,000 it's just <laughs> i just can't see that being a big motivator for a lot of people so, yeah, like I said, I think we're going to wrap it up there. Um, we covered a lot today. And, again, I've got a lot of really cool interview guests uh, lined up over the next few weeks. And I'm always, always, always working on getting more people in. It's just a matter of finding the time. You know, I work full time. A lot of these people also work full time. They stream full time. and When they're not streaming, they're usually like editing content and putting out YouTube videos and TikToks and all that fun stuff and also trying to have a personal life on top of that it's a really tough tough balance Uh, so I just want to thank uh, all of my guests who have been on the show and just a friendly reminder too I'll see if I can leave a link in the show notes if I if I remember to do it if you've missed any of my interviews in the past I did create a playlist on Spotify. It's called Red Rank Podcast Interviews. If you run a search for Red Rank Podcast Interviews, um, you'll you'll find uh, the playlist I put together. And It has all of my interviews from Elix, Pickle Soup, Fidget, Kyle TG, Only Desk, Bugcatcher Jess, WoJocko, and Erica. They're all there. So uh, if you've missed any. Be sure to look up that playlist and check it out. I just wanted to remind everybody you can find me streaming on Twitch every Tuesday and Wednesday night. I'm experimenting with an earlier start, so I go live anywhere between 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and around 6.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on those nights. And sometimes I throw in a Saturday morning stream so I can access some of my friends who can't stay up super late to hang out with me and also i've got open lobbies right now so if you want to come hang out if you want to come play with me come to my stream and join the lobby i'll have instructions for you i'll give you my in-game friend code you just add me up you join a queue and we just rotate people out it's been super fun like <laughs> i i wish i did this a long time ago because i've met some really cool people and have just um plain survivor with people who are familiar with how i play and i'm learning how they play Uh, it's just a lot it's been a lot of fun i don't know if i'm escaping more it feels like i escape more but you know what i'm having a heck of a lot more fun these days and that's what counts the most and it it leads to some really fun content and i'm I'm glad that i can like post tiktoks and be like this person right here with this flashlight save they're in my community and um And yeah, a big thank you to the people who have joined me on open lobby nights. Um, I usually start my stream by playing killer, play a few killer rounds, let the queue, uh, let let us get a full lobby of people who want to play. Then we switch to Survivor and we play games and meme and have a good time. So just a reminder, you can find me on TikTok, Twitter, YouTube. Just look up The Crow Show. You'll find me and I'll leave links in the show notes. So I just want to thank you one more time for listening and I'll see you in the fog.